Hi friends, welcome back to the Daily Bible Project podcast on this magnificent journey together through the whole Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse. If you've just arrived with us today, why not consider going right back to the start and join us together and take this entire journey with us. You can either go back to around about episode 70 where we start the Bible Project proper beginning in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 or if you may be a bit of a beginner and new to this, maybe you want to go back to the start of episode 1, season 1, where we'll take you in 66 short podcasts through each and every one of the 66 books of the Bible. But anyway, you're most very welcome, and today we are continuing our journey through the story of Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah, found in Genesis chapter 19. And picking up straight away from where we left, off yesterday I said in the last episode that this is where the narrative begins to get really quite interesting quite complicated but quite interesting so I'm just going to pick up the text in verse 18 and read it for you and it says this but Lot said to them no my lords please now he's speaking to the the visitors who we've discovered are in fact angels and he says No, my lord, please, your servant has found favour in your eyes, and you have shown great kindness to me in sparing my life. So these angels delivered him from the mob outside his home in Sodom, and they're allowing him to escape and saying that they should that he should flee to the mountains with his family but he says here, But I can't flee to the mountains. This disaster will overtake me and I will die. Look here is a town near enough to run to, and it is small. Let me flee to it. It is very small, isn't it? Then my life will be spared. Very well, I will grant this request to you. I will not overthrow the town you speak of, but flee there quickly, because I cannot do anything until you reach it. And that is why that town was called Zoar. The point he is saying is, I don't want to go to the mountains, that I could be killed there. And my response to that is, are you kidding me, Lot? Have we read together what has really happened to this man in his life? And he's still procrastinating, he's still negotiating. Remember what the Lord has already done? Remember the kings from the east who came down and attacked him? And God used Abraham to deliver him from those kings? And that was just a few verses back in the beginning of this chapter. And remember, as I said, God had just delivered him from the mob that was outside his house, threatening terrible harm to him and his family. In fact, these very same angels took him by the ruff of the neck and pulled him back into the house. He would have been killed by the mob, and now he's worried about going to the mountains, even though that's where they said he should go. It appears to me that throughout this chapter, in fact, throughout this whole narrative lot always seems to take the exact opposite attitude to abraham and that is because lot is truly infected by the world and the draw and the pull of the world he's always leaving god out of the equation if he had taken god into consideration and would have listened to the lord well he wouldn't have been in sodom in the first place but he on this occasion surely he would have believed the lord could save him in the mountains and he would have just simply said undone what God had said instead of which he negotiated he should have run to the hills but he's leaving God out of his thinking again and he's heading to a nearby small town called Zoar 
Now God said to him, See, I have favoured you concerning this, so hurry, escape there, for I cannot do anything until you arrive there. By the way, the angels say, I can't do anything in terms of the destruction of Sodom until he gets there. So God, in the use of these angels, in spite of himself, in spite of Lot's wrong choice, thinks, I'm going to still tarry with this man and spare him. And I believe that's an incredible testimony to the grace and mercy of God in spite of our feelings. So in verse 23 the story continues for us and it says, By the time Lot reached Zor, the sun had risen over the land. Then the Lord rained down burning sulphur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he overthrew those cities and the entire plain destroying all those living in the cities and also the vegetation of the land. So the Lord destroys the cities and the arable area of the plain around them. Now earlier in Genesis we were told there were five cities in the plain and it would appear that he's destroyed four of the five leaving the smaller town stroke city of Zoar. It also says that the Lord rained down fire and brimstone, at least that's the phrase used in the King James Version. He rained down fire and brimstone on Sodom and Gomorrah. Now I'd just like to talk just for a moment about this phenomenon and this fire and brimstone and ask the question, do you think what happened here was a description of a natural phenomenon? Now some say that this could represent an earthquake or a volcano eruption, or maybe it may include an earthquake combined with a storm with lightning. Now that seems unlikely to me. The area wasn't prone to earthquakes or volcanoes, and God, in a sense, we know as the Creator God, could create and do all these things by totally natural means if He wants. But I think the tenor of the way this is described what is being presented to us here is an amazing supernatural event and the fact that it also says that it rained down but it rained down from heaven to me doesn't sound like it's suggesting that this was an earthquake or a natural event i think this describes a one-off exceptional never to be repeated event illustrating for us the fiery judgment of god that has come upon the wicked here in this story now according to Second Peter chapter 2 in the New Testament, this is also, uh, he uses this as an illustration of the future judgments and he compares that future occurrence of, of the judgment of humanity with both this, the flood, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, but also the Noah story and the flood and he uses those to illustrate what it will be like in the end times. And Jesus also, when he's teaching on the suddenness of the coming of the Son of Man, he also refers to both those events, the flood and Sodom and Gomorrah, in, his, in Luke chapter 17. And he's doing that to illustrate the suddenness with which the Son of Man is going to appear. So I believe what is described here is a supernatural destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah and two other cities of the plain. But I'd like to say a little bit more about their location and what this all means in the next episode. So I hope you can come back and join me here tomorrow as we continue looking at this amazing and dramatic story 
of Lot and the, and the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Quick reminder that there's always a complete transcript of everything I say available in any audio podcast version. Now, if you're watching this as a video version, there should be a link through to the Buzzsprout site where it hosts the audio version. And within that, you'll find episode notes and links in which will be contained the the transcript. But other than that, thank you for joining me today. And I hope to see you back here again very soon. In fact, tomorrow. So it's bye for me. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.